Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Kirk. We got listener mail. You know, this is my favorite. Yeah. This is going to, things are going to get a little weird. Oh. Not in a bad way, just in a confusing, what is going on way. Okay. I'm into it. You know, I like weird. Yes. Oh, I know. Um, All right. So this is from listener Des. Des says this. The first part of it is great. Hi, my name is Des, and I know I'm a bit late to the subject, but Lindsay's opinion of oatmeal raisin cookies is completely wrong. Oatmeal oatmeal raisin cookies aren't bottom of the barrel. They are number one of all time. Boo. Okay. What's her name? His name's Des. Oh, Des. I thought you said Deb. Des? There's more, but go ahead. Des. Come at me, Des. Come at me, Des. This is not the week to come at me, Des. This is not the week. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm backing away from the Zoom call as you say this. Okay. So it goes on. Now, I'm on board with Des 100% that he's saying this, especially you. Just because he's saying something different than what I think. That's it. Now, here's where things take a turn. Okay. If I bite into an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie, I am repulsed and feel like my life is over. Mm. Chocolate is one of the worst things ever considered a food. I realize I'm in the minority, but that isn't the point. Chocolate is revolting and I would rather eat rat poison. Mm. Anyone that makes cookies that pretends to be oatmeal raisins shouldn't be able to bake. Hope you guys are doing well and I'm excited (laughs) for you to tell me I'm wrong. Okay, can I go first? Please. Okay, so I already told Des that he's wrong. But mm-hmm. let me just say also, Kirk, yeah. do you like chocolate? It's one of my favorite things in the world. So are you going to trust a person that hates so much one of your favorite things in the world, hates so much that he'd rather die? He said he'd rather eat rat poison. Are you going to trust that they know what they're talking about when it comes to oatmeal raisin cookies? Lindsay, people contain multitudes. Okay. You know what? Be on the right side of history. (laughs) We're all layered human beings. No. (laughs) When it comes to oatmeal raisin, when it comes to racism, when it comes to sexism and oatmeal raisin cookies. (laughs) Wow. There is, (laughs) there's no if, ands, or buts. There is our next t-shirt. When it comes to racism, sexism, and oatmeal chocolate cookies. Boom. Oh, my God. Uh, Des, man, I'm so happy. First of all, so happy that you wrote. Thank you so much. And you know me. I love oatmeal raisin cookies. But the, the chocolate thing, man, come come on. Really? We I mean, chocolate? send Des some, like, good chocolate. Well, yeah. Yes, Des, we'll look into getting you some good chocolate or just go get some good chocolate, man. Or email us and tell us what you don't like about chocolate so we can try to understand it more. Yeah, because I'm not understanding it because it's kind of kooky talk. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. Cookie talk about cookie talk, you know? That's right. And uh, I don't really know, even when I read it the first time and reading it on the show, I, I'm having problems processing it. Well, Kirk, you've problems processing <laughs> pro- a lot of There's things. There's a lot of things in life I don't process well. <laughs> yeah. This is just probably top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a question or comment, send to us at foodfightthepodcast.gmail.com and we will read it on the air. Would you like to get even more annoyed? Oh, you know I love a good annoyance. <laughs> yes, because sure. now, now it's time for our hot wing poll. I did ra- I, I did ranch first blue cheese. If What's you the best tell thing to dip in? me that people like ranch more than blue cheese, I will eat rat poison. <laughs> People don't like ranch more than blue cheese. They love ranch more than blue cheese. 73% to 27% have voted ranch versus blue cheese. Okay. Is there like a mail-in ballot system? (laughs) Or like, are we waiting for the military ballots or something? That is a huge difference. These were all tallied. Over 700 people voted. Um... Basic bitches. <laughs> I, again, it was one of those, I wasn't sure if we should put it up, but I was like, oh, let's just do it. Because you know, I, we knew Ranch was going to win. I, I knew Ranch, but yeah. I thought like a 60-40 or like a 55. Yeah, right? 60-40 would have been, I've been like, oh, okay, I get it. I can even tell you this now, 27% is the highest it got. You know what? <laughs> After this election, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing surprises. But yeah. uh, that was our hot poll. We're very sad about the ranch winning. What can you do? We'll, we'll live another day. This you is know, a hard opening show for you. These ranch people, they're quiet. <laughs> these they're ranch hidden. people. They're hidden. They don't come out. But then when it's time to vote, they come out and they're living amongst us. These you know? ranch people, you know the ones. You know the ones. Right? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. But that's how we're starting off the show. You can look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our Yummy Instagram page. We'll do another one next week on our topic, which is this week will make everyone feel good and nice and warm because we're talking about bread. Ah. Uh. This is exactly what I need right now. Oh, thank Bread God. and cheese. Bread and cheese, which was my lunch, which we'll get into later. I'm going to start this off, something I've never really done before, but I looked up some bread quotes. Mm. And I'm going to start off the, the, this portion of the show with some bread quotes. This is from Unknown. Bread is the warmest, kindest of all words. Write it always with a capital letter, like your own name. Oh, that's Isn't that nice. kind of nice? I thought yeah. that was kind of nice. I'm not going to write it with a capital letter because as a managing editor, that's wrong. You no would did. probably do that. As senior no writing, did. don't do it. <laughs> Noted. Um, and second quote, this is spot on true. I judge a restaurant by the bread and by the coffee. Burt mm. Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't speak to the coffee, but I can speak to the bread. If there is a restaurant that is giving you bread and it's shitty bread, chances are that restaurant's going to be shit. Yeah. I have another bread quote. Do you really? I have two, actually. Hit me. Okay. You have to guess who I am. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I love bread. I love bread. I love bread. You get a bread. You get a bread. You get a bread. Everybody gets a bread. Who am I? 
I I almost said Ron Burgundy, <laughs> but it's Oprah. It's Oprah. Okay. Do you remember that commercial where yeah, she yeah. was like, I love bread. <laughs> I didn't remember it until the second you did it. Yep. Uh, I, lo- I love bread. I love bread. I love bread. Is it the best carb? Is it the best carb? Hard, hard, because you go, ooh, you throw pasta in there. Uh, uh. Pasta and bread. Yeah. Neck and neck. Like... um Joe Biden and Trump. <laughs> you know what? In Nevada. Um, oh, man. Right? I think it's the best carb. I think it's the best carb, too. Very close, but a good piece of bread. It's the most comforting. Like, pasta is definitely comforting. But yeah. A, a piece of bread, you're just like, oh, man. And I also You can do so much to it. So much. And it's also one of those. I think it's kind of hard to say no to. It's okay. Yeah. I can be like, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm like, do I want pasta? No, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need pasta today. But if someone's offering me a good piece of bread, you're just yeah. like, well, I'll have one. What's the big deal? If someone puts bread on the table. It's really sad if you're trying not to eat bread. Yeah. Cause you, you want it. You want bread. Basically yeah. you want bread at all times. Yes. That's where I am too. You want it with uh, oil, you want it with uh, butter, yeah. you want it with egg, cheese. I mean, come on. All the things, all mm. the things, which is what we're going to get into. Before we get into those, I want to ask just a straight up question. Uh, have you ever had Wonder Bread? Yes. You have? Yes. Okay. Obviously, probably as a child. Uh, actually, remember that trash no. human that I just dated that ate all the garbage that you were always oh, asking this questions dude about? Again? He liked Wonder Bread. This Joe Bag of Donuts. Yeah, he's a chef too. I mean, he should be ashamed of himself. I mean, Lindsay, God. I, I know. Mean, but I'm out. I'm out of yeah, it. You're out of it. So he's done. The uh, same with his yeah. Wonder Bread. Okay, what? I've, I've honestly never had Wonder Bread. Have um, growing up, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine about this. When you're a kid, your parents are like, there's certain things where they're just like, yeah, you can have it. I don't really care. And there's yeah. things that are like, nope. So like I could have any sort of garbage, sugary cereal in the world. It didn't matter. But my parents were strictly like, you will not eat white bread. You huh. have to have wheat bread. Interesting. And one of my friends was reversed where he like had to eat like brand cereal as a kid, but could have like Wonder Bread and all these crappy breads. So I've never had it. So is it, does, is there a taste? Does it have a taste? I know it's very soft. It's very soft and fluffy. So it's like fun to eat because it like gets stuck on the roof of your mouth and mm-hmm. it's like fun, like cotton candy fun. Cotton candy is not fun. Well, like t- touching it with your tongue and stuff, but I don't think it what has much of a taste. What are you doing with candy? <laughs> oh, the listeners know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think it has much of a taste. Okay, I didn't think so. The only thing I associate it with is like I knew kids who would take it and roll it up into a ball. Because you can oh, make a really yeah, like I remember a that. ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Gross. which is interesting because doing a little digging. The Wonder Bread name, the reason why it's called Wonder Bread is because it was inspired by hot air balloons. And that's why there's those little balloons on the package. That's where that came from. And that, you know, Wonder Bread, uh, 
used to pretend to be like a healthy bread back in the day Mm -hmm. until actually people were like, no, it's garbage. So they changed their, their slogan to, um, feed their joy. Don't feed yourself, feed your joy. Got it. Yes. Okay. Because even they realized that Wonder Bread is, uh, probably just a bunch of sugar. It's probably a lot of sugar in it. Now, Traditional white bread is good. I like traditional white bread in certain cases, and we'll get into that. I don't eat white bread sandwich bread, but, you know, there is breads that are white that you're getting that are good. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a favorite sliced white bread. Yeah. But I love when I get like a white loaf of something like at a restaurant or something. Yes, exactly. 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 So, which leads me to my next question. Wheat and multigrain bread, do you feel that they need more love? Do you think people are a little too harsh on them? I love multigrain. Yes. I love a seven grain. I love a, like, I love that. I love. Seven grain, yeah. There's so much taste. There's so much texture. So, I guess, like, Wheat gets a bad rap because of gluten and yeah. stuff like that. So I understand that. But taste-wise, it's delicious. Yeah. I'm I'm down for a hearty bread. Bread, to me, needs to be hearty. Mm-hmm, me too. It should have some heft to it. It should yeah. have a lot of, like, just just in size and taste and crunch and everything. Um, but speaking of white bread, I'm going to take a controversial stance here. Mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to calm down on sourdough. Mm. Just, just everyone calm down. Everyone with the baking of the sourdough bread and everyone giving, having the mother dough and giving their mother dough to people and shipping their mother. And then yeah, sourdoughs, every, everyone just needs to calm down. It's, it's good. It's okay. good, but let's not get crazy, right? I understand the mother thing because I feel as grossed out by like kombucha with the mother thing. Yeah. Okay. But sourdough bread is fucking bomb. I mean, it's so good. I mean, it is good, but is it any better than a really good loaf of artisanal bread? Yes, I use the word artisanal. No, I mean, there's other breads that are just as good. But I mean, a good sourdough, here's the problem. It's when people make it a lifestyle, which we talked about in the spice, in the pumpkin spice episode. Make it a bread, make it delicious, but it doesn't have to be a lifestyle. Agree. Do you think it's better than wheat or multigrain? Mm, uh, multigrain and sourdough close in this race. Um, I prefer a multigrain with like a nut, with some nuts in it. Yes. Uh, oh, good. We're getting to that too then. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get into a lot of verses in this show. A lot of different breads, a lot of different what's better, what do you like, what you don't like. But Mm -hmm. I want to lead off with the worst bread ever. And that is olive loaf. Oh, I love olive loaf. Oh, are you kidding me? Do you like olives? No, but that's besides the point. No, it's not besides the point. If you love olives, you love olive loaf. And if you don't love olives, you won't want it. No. Kind of. Kind of. Yes. Kind of. Yes. Listen, olives, if you like olives, they're disgusting. That's fine. We've had this conversation. You are, you do you. 
They do not belong in bread. Oh, so good with some olive oil, salt and pepper, a little oregano. Oh, Oh, my God. I mean, it's so off-putting and so just, it's so, what are you doing? These things don't belong together. Olives aren't by nature comforting. Bread is comforting. Whether you like olives or not, you don't need olives to be comfort. You, you olives are a burst <sighs> of flavor. They're a little just uh, they're like a wow factor, and you don't Let need a wow factor. Let me know when you're done talking. Bread. I'm Let almost done, done talking. The thing is, I was making a really good point too with this wow factor, and I'm really upset at you now. Bread is comfort. Olives are not. Go on. I would like listener mail, please. I would like you to write Des, us. Dad, yummy. <laughs> Write us at yummy, what is it, yummythepot oh, at gmail.com. I will give you a dollar if you get it right. It's foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. Foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. And you tell us what you think of olives and olive bread. You don't have to need anything about olives. I, I, I understand people like olives. I'm saying olive bread is ridiculous in its invention. Now, Some, Sometimes, Kirk, I think you're great. And sometimes <laughs> I think you're so lame. Which time is it now? I'm confused. Lame. Okay. Well, this won't help then. Raisin bread. What do you fucking think I'm going to say about raisin bread? I think that your ignorant ass is going to say it's disgusting. And I'm here to say raisin bread is better than olive loaf. Did you not hear me talk to Dez in the beginning of this episode about <laughs> raisins and cookies? Okay. I know where you're at. I know I where you're going I have nothing more to say about raisin bread, and I'm actually insulted you even brought it up. I'm actually <laughs> insulted that you put it in the bread episode. Wow. Have you ever had cinnamon bread? Yes, the, I can get toast. behind that. I can it's get good, behind right? that. Yes. You know what's yes. even better? Cinnamon toast raisin bread. Disgusting. hate it. I hate it's, all of it. it Raisins, again, go better with bread because it's a little more of the comfort factor. It's a little sweet. It's a little comfort. Raisins are good cold out of a box in your hand or at room temperature. Raisins are not meant to be baked into anything. It's disgusting. But olives are? Yes. That seems ridiculous and arbitrary. You know what's ridiculous and arbitrary? Don't say it. You. God damn it, that's my line. You can't even take my line. God damn it, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're going to do a versus because I'm very interested in this topic. Uh, French bread versus Italian bread. What is the difference? Thank you. Great segue. Going to read something to you right now. I think I know the difference. Okay, let's see if you get it right. Okay. Because you already got the raisins wrong. So let's see if you get it right. French bread is hard. Like very hard on the outside. Yes. And Italian bread is soft on the outside. That is basically correct. Yeah, that's basically right. Uh, okay. French bread tends to be longer and narrower. Italian bread loaves tend to be shorter and plumper. Mm-hmm. French bread tends to be hard and crusty on the outside, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italian bread can also have a hard crust, but the crumb is denser. French bread is typically made from wheat, flour, water, yeast, and salt. By law in France, the long loaves and round loaves cannot have oil or added fat. Italian bread often contains a little bit of milk or olive oil and sometimes just a little bit of sugar. So knowing all that, which one are you going with? I go with French. I go with French. Yeah. I like a crunch. Yeah. I don't even think it's that close of an argument. 
I think French really just it's it's the it's the crunch factor. Italian's great if you're having a big ass sub, but French is yeah. really good for anything. Yeah. I mean, look, bread is bread. I'm not going to throw it out of bed. Hey yo! Hey yo! <laughs> zing! 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 <laughs> I am definitely throwing uh, olive loaf out of bed. Not and I'm even throwing a cinnamon raisin garbage bullshit out of bed. Oh my god! Okay, let me one more one more time one more time. Cinnamon toast, perfectly toasted raisins, light spread of cream cheese. I didn't freeze. I'm just staring at you. <laughs> Your silence means yes. Um, My silence means I'm trying not to vomit. <laughs> okay. All right. But we do agree on the French. I agree. I think French is actually more versatile too because it's good alone. It's good um, on sandwiches. I want to bring up something about Italian bread that I discovered. Um, when I was on my honeymoon with my wife, we went to Italy and uh-huh. we went to Florence. We went all over, but we spent some time in Florence, which is in the Tuscany region. And you'd see all the bread around there and you're like, oh, I'm going to go to town on this bread. Yeah. This bread is going to be silly and I'm just going to eat it all day. And we got a huge fucking loaf and we're walking around Florence, just breaking off the bread or honeymooners mm. or in love and eating bread. And the bread was terrible because Florence doesn't put salt in their bread. Wow. Yes. Like it's my, and apparently if you, if you look at it online, people have said, yeah, that's a thing. Many people will travel to Florence and go, oh, look at this bread. I'm getting it right now. Take a huge bite and be like, what the fuck? There's no salt in bread in the Tuscany region. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, I only knew that when I first taken the bite, but here's why. So there's two theories about why that is. So the most popular historic theory for the lack of salt in Tuscan bread is taxes. In the 12th century, Pisa, an independent republic, controlled access to the sea and in a bid to extort more money from the Florentines raised taxes on salt. The people of Florence protested and local bakers began making bread without salt. Which is pretty baller. Well, honestly, I mean, I don't mean to brag. I have also been to Florence. Oh, really? <laughs> and, the, and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Thank you. Been there and too. I, I got my picture of me holding it up. Um, <laughs> You're so inventive. <laughs> I will say, I didn't notice that there was no salt in the bread because I think I was too busy, like, slathering butter on okay. it that Fair has enough. salt. Or like, I love salt and pepper in the oil and just like soaking yeah. the bread in it. So like, just put the salt in the other stuff. Who cares so about the bread? Go fuck myself basically is what you're saying. Yeah, because who's eating dry bread plain walking down the street? Two young newlyweds in love Oh, well, are you so lucky in love? <laughs> I'm just saying... God, just shit all over my honeymoon. A hundred percent. Don't I'm even care. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. <laughs> you are salty, speaking of salt. I There's will a- say to all of our listeners living in Florence right now, if you are <laughs> yeah. having a lack of salt... Just put butter on your bread and you'll be happy again. Well, there's this. I'm glad you brought that up because there's a second part to that theory is that they say the food in Tuscany has always been very, very salty. 
and that there's mm. very salty meats and the spicy salt. So they do and the, to soak it up. And the and oils, they have, they have very strong olive oil that has salt in it. And so the bread was used to complement the strong flavor. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, let's move on to some other breads. I want to hear your thoughts on some of these. Ciabatta. I like a ciabatta. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but I like Can it. Uh, I think it's good for bread. I think a, a ciabatta bread, I'm not going to eat a ciabatta on its own, like with oil or, any, or butter like that, but for bread, but for bread on a sandwich, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, I can get those, down with it. All right, cool. For those who don't know, ciabatta is that it's elongated, it's brought, it's kind of flat, mm-hmm. great for sandwich making. Now, similar, but different, focaccia, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Okay. Overrated. Yes. I've I've had some good focaccia sandwiches. Yeah. But I've had some bad focaccia sandwiches. It's easy to fuck up a focaccia. It's easy to fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Overrated. People, and you'll see the restaurants are like, ooh, we're making a a turkey pesto and it's got focaccia bread. And I'm always like, it's going to be dry. It's going to be dry. Yeah. 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 I agree. Even on its own, even if like, oh, we made fresh focaccia. I'm like, Mm. if it's going to be really good, great. But if it's just going to be fine, I'm like, nah, I'd rather just have the French bread. All right. Thank you. Finally. Um, Moving away from Italian breads, Mm. I'm going to be all over the world, all over the map with this episode because bread is everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, Non versus paratha. I don't know paratha. Okay. Well, you're about to because I'm going to read you the description. Uh, but you know naan is in, in Indian Love naan. Naan's yes. great. Oh, my God. I mean, always want more naan. Always want more naan. Can never have too much naan. Yes. But and if there's none, then there's a problem with the naan. Yes. Are you okay? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cut you on a good day. Um <laughs> But yes, going to an Indian restaurant and they give you the basket of naan, it's always going to be like, going to need more. Oh, yeah. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Well, when we order, when me and my friends, sorry, I have friends, Kirk, but. (laughs) It's okay. I saw you yesterday. It was great. (laughs) We saw each other for two. I was like, get out of the car and come say hi to me. (laughs) You made me get out of the car. I did. I was like, get out of traffic and get closer. Um, when we order Indian food, we order like 17 different kinds of naan. Oh, that's a good call. That's yeah. a good call. Because there's nothing worse than you still have the dish and you're out of naan. And you're like, well, oh, fuck. You're like, I guess yeah. I got to eat with a spoon, but it's not the same. It's not the same and rice doesn't compare. Which is a great point. Rice, also a carb, wonderful carb. Rice with Indian food, you're like, yeah, that's good. That's great. But you want it with the naan. You want it with you the bread. You want it with naan too. You yep. do. Yep. Well, paratha, I think you would like. Paratha is, um, it's it's bread, but it's not baked the way naan is. So it's it's fried in a stone frying pan and it's used uh, using butter or cooking oil. And then uh, naan is rolled and it's slapped against the tandoor. Paratha gets rolled multiple times, so it's flaky. So basically it's like a fried yeah. flaky bread. I think I would rather have naan than a flaky bread. Huh. Can you explain why? Because paratha is better, I'm just saying. I always think that like um, crunchy, crackery things are overrated. It's never as good as you want it to be. Okay. What about like a pastry? 
Mm, still. You don't want a flaky pastry. Nah, I'm not really that into pastries. What about a croissant, which is also bread? I am into croissants. But you don't want it flaky. I like a flaky croissant. So you're lying. Overall, I think um, I'd rather have like a warm, gushy sitch than, I don't know, I've never even had it. (laughs) What warm, gushy croissant situation it are you having? It sounds like an elephant ear and I don't want it. No, it's very thin. It's very thin and it's got a chew to it. It's just the top is flaky because they've rolled it and baked and fried it. I think I'd rather have none. Okay. All right. That's... Is that okay with you? It's fine, I guess. It's fine enough that we'll move on to Lavash versus Pita. Never had Lavash. Lavash is the stuff that's basically like almost like in a wrap. You know, when you get a wrap, it's kind of like a, it's, it's similar to pita, but it's not a pocket and it's, um, it's a little thinner so you can wrap it. You've never had lavash? No. With like Mediterranean food? No. Here's my thoughts on pita. Oh, ooh, okay. I love pita, mm-hmm. but there's different kinds of pita. Okay. There's like dry pita and then there's like buttery, deliciously textured pita. Mm -hmm. And it's often that people get a pita wrong. But when it's right, it's great. Okay. Okay. I can't argue with that. Um, I'm just more thrilled that you've never had lavash. Like just in like a a Mediterranean wrap. It's white. It, It wraps. It's thin. I'm going to look at it. Uh, take a look. I mean, you've had to have at least seen it in some way. Oh, in all gosh. your travels in the world. I mean, I've been so many places. So I've heard <laughs> you've been to Florence. Um. Yes. I've had lavash. I want a pita more than I want a lavash. Okay. Um. I'm glad we got there because I agree too. I think a pita's. Yeah. Pita's a little more. Pita's a little more. Um. This will be interesting. I want to know... The thoughts, and if you know the difference, Hala versus brioche. I don't know the difference. I didn't know until I looked it up. To be honest with you, it's probably they seem very similar. a well brioche is by egg too. Um, I don't know the difference, but I don't think anyone could ever beat hala bread. Like a good hala bread is like nothing you've ever had in your life. Yes. Uh, challah bread is a yeast bread that is enriched with eggs, similar to the French brioche. So you were correct. Uh, the biggest difference between the two is that brioche contains lots of lots of butter, while challah contains oil. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't yes. know that. But butter on challah, get out of town. Yeah, that's pretty great. Although I'm going to say though, you, a challah sandwich it never works. No, you pull off a chunk and you dip the piece the chunk of challah into the butter. Yeah, no, but I'm saying brioche makes a pretty good sandwich. Challah's, challah doesn't make it. No, challah needs to stand, like the cheese stands alone, challah needs to challah stand alone. stands alone, yeah. You don't want to make some sort of brisket sandwich with challah. It, just, it doesn't work. No, it needs to be on its own. Let me ask you this. Besides butter, would you put peanut butter and or jam on challah? Because it's already sweet. Holla, no. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree on many, many levels, especially with no. your holla. Um, you already mentioned this, 
So I'm glad you did. Seeded bread. You want the seeds on it. I want the seeds. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure why people are so weirded out with seeded bread. Like it's just an added extra bonus. Do you know how many times I've walked around my house and seen like a flax seed and been like, is that a bed bug? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, it happens to me all the time because I eat this Dave's killer bread Mm -hmm. and it has flax seeds on the outside of it. And so like once a week, I'll be like, is that a bed bug? (laughs) Once once you've had bed bugs. Why can't you just remember that you eat flax seeds? (laughs) Because bed bugs are so traumatizing. Yeah. That once you've had them once, you think everything is a bed bug. Thank God we're talking about it on the food podcast too. Thank God. Yes. Um, do you like other seeds? Are you down with like, oh, there's some sunflower seeds. Yep. Are there, yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds. Oh, pumpkin seeds on bread is great. So good. Oats. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, a couple more verses. Whew. I'm nervous about this one. Rye versus pumpernickel. I knew. <laughs> I knew. Okay. Getting into that the was coming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like the white one with the things in it, not the dark bread. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what is that called? You can't called? even just rye. Do I like not, that one. You okay? Fine, but let's let's backtrack a bit. How can you not know the difference between rye and pumpernickel? I always forget. <laughs> I mean. Wait, in my mind, in the rye, those things in it are pumpernickel seeds. Is that true? No, they're caraway seeds, typically. Okay. So am I just, in my head, I don't, I don't even know. But also, pumpernickel is a dark bread. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, God damn it. Pumpernickel's better. Pumpernickel. I'm okay with it, but I would way rather have rye. Rye, even though you barely know the name of it or can identify it. When you're Jewish, you get something on rye. Not necessarily. I would. Can I tell you? Can I tell you no. a crazy story? Is it going to be about when you were in a girl group called Swept Away? No, you might okay. have to edit this out. I'm not sure, but okay. it's very funny, so you let's, might want to keep it in. Let, let's hit me with it. One time I was doing like background work for a movie or something in New York and the holding was in a synagogue. Mm -hmm. And when I went to try to get on the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi name was Vagina on Rye. (laughs) Of course we're going to keep this. (laughs) I swear to God. Of course we're keeping this. Vagina on Rye. So I was like, okay, either the IT guy is fucking with the synagogue like so bad or mm-hmm. the next door neighbor like thinks it's funny that they're next yes, to a next temple. To a yes. I died. Vagina yes. on rye. I took a picture of it. It was amazing. If we could, I would make that a t-shirt as well. Yeah. So even after all this, you still have problems identifying rye bread. I just wanted to make sure I would I was correct in my answer. <laughs> the white one with the seeds in it. Why do you keep calling it the white ones with the seeds in it? It's just, it's rye bread. I'm just triple checking my sources. Oh my God. Well, pumpernickel 
I find better. It's I like a heartier bread, which is why I'm shocked. I thought you were into like the real heartier breads. I pumpernickel is a hearty bread. But like for some reason in my family, we didn't really eat pumpernickel. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. But I would put mustard on it and eat it plain. I'm not going to lie. On rye or on pumpernickel? Either. I would do that too. I know. Yeah. 100%. That's a great idea. I would Spicy mustard. Totally, boom. Uh, that's it. You're like, it's fine. It's a mustard sandwich. I'm mustard here for sandwich. It. I can live with it. Um, speaking of putting things on bread, you have to choose one. You cannot choose both. Mm. One has to exist. The other has to die. Mm. Bread and butter or bread and oil. Mm. One has to leave. You cannot do both. Butter. I got to keep butter. Oh! God, oil, oil. I got to keep butter. Wow. No, you, Kirk, this is good because okay, I'll okay. keep the butter and you keep the oil and then we could not tell anyone and, and trade then, and, and have both. And when the Armageddon happens, we'll be, we'll be covered. We'll Fully be stocked. I, I, I prefer, I'm, uh, yeah, a little pretentious uh, am I and I go with the bread and oil. I enjoy it, uh, especially if you have good oil. A little extra virgin olive oil, and you sprinkle a little Parmesan cheese and salt and pepper in the oil. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. So good. <laughs> now, a third version is, and I didn't add it because I wasn't sure what your thoughts were on it, but I also go bread and vinegar. I do too. Oh. No, with oil, though. Yes, with oil. Yes. Yeah, you can't, yes. it's hard to do with bread. Yeah, bread, oil, and bread, vinegar. Bread, oil, and vinegar. Oh my I God. put that as my number one. Which one do you put that in? Put that, order them for me. Bread and butter, bread and oil, bread, uh, oil, and vinegar. Oh my God, this is so hard. Who's your favorite child? I want them all. You can't. No, that's I'm being how, a good mom and that, I say I can't pick my favorite that's, one. I can tell you for a fact that's not how parenting works. Because uh, now I'd rather have oil and then... Oil and vinegar. I'd rather have oil and then butter and then oil and, and, and vinegar. Oh, I'm I switching go, my mind. Yeah, you're allowed. Well, I'm going to give you mine. Mine's uh, bread, bread and oil and vinegar, then bread and oil, then bread and butter. Why mm. is bread, oil, and vinegar third? I just could live without it if I had the other options. Okay. But I uh, love it. Okay. I used to make salads and keep some of the like dressing that I would make. And at the end of my salad, I would take a piece of bread and I would use that and eat it with the dressing. I did that too. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. I learned so much about you every time. I know. I'm full of so many secrets. Oh my God. I wish I wasn't swept away. I'm so good in that band too. Uh, a couple more things before we get to some very, very special tastings. Mm. Um, banana bread, cornbread. Do you consider them bread? Yeah, I consider them bread. For some reason, I have a hard time doing that. Yeah. It. I almost, even though they are bread, I almost feel, oh, are they bread? Maybe. I think they're their own thing, but yeah. they're in the bread. They're under the bread umbrella. I don't think they should be under the umbrella. I think we should be kicking them out and they can get their own fucking umbrella. I mean, 
I just think we should all get along and try to <laughs> try to live on the same planet as okay. peacefully so as we fine. can. If you're going to be better than me, you're going to be better than me. That's totally, totally fine. I just want peace. And bread. Bread. Um, just out of curiosity, banana bread or cornbread, which one do you like better? I think I would go for banana bread over cornbread. I would too. Fun fact, my wife just made banana bread. It's really mm. good. See, banana bread is not as easy to fuck up as cornbread. And sometimes cornbread is like amazing. And sometimes it's not very good. Very good point. A lot of times with banana bread, you're like, when it's not the best, you're like, that's fine. I'm good with it. But a, but a jacked up piece of cornbread, you're just like, I can't even finish it. Yeah. yeah. Very good you. point. Very good point. Dry. Ugh. Yeah, crumbly. Don't want that. Don't want yeah, that. Gross. All right. I threw this in. I'm just going to ask you garlic knots. Greatest creation ever. Oh my God. <laughs> They're a problem, right? They're like, oh my God. If I could eat whatever I wanted to eat for the rest of my life, I think I'd have garlic knots every day of my life. It's, they're crack. Yeah. The de- I mean, they really are. They they're really are. Because like, they're not that big. And you get uh, that little, the, it, there's so much anticipation with the pole. Ah. Uh, and then you you're dip them it. in the sauce. What sauce are you dipping you in? You could dip them in like a marinara red yes. sausage. Yep. Yep. Maybe a little God. vinegar. That's good too. I've done it in oil and vinegar. And well, then I've never done that. Oh, mm. it's really good. But then you're just mm. like, oh, I'll just have one. And then all of a sudden you're like, I just ate four. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that last night? Okay, so last night we were stress eating because the election. Yeah. Don't tell. Don't tell the listeners. But okay. we're we'll in the middle of the election right now. We're still figuring it out as we're here. Still as figuring it out as we're recording, which is why I'm insane. This so is why she's loopy. I'm being crazy. We ordered pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. And before the pizza came. We made grilled cheese appetizers and we each ate a grilled cheese and then the pizza came and we <laughs> ate like two pieces of pizza each. I mean, that's fantastic. It was glorious. That's fantastic. If you had thrown some garlic knots in there. Oh, I'm oh. so upset that we didn't. Yeah. Garlic knots are just, they're danger. They're danger oh my God, in food. So good. Yes. Two more topics. We're going to get into toast just because toast is important. Uh, toast is really important. Toast is really important. Now, what's worse, undercooked toast or overcooked toast? Which one makes you more angry? <sighs> Take your time. Over. Yes. But no, I, I was can wrong. Go. I lied. It's under. Under's worse. I can go real dark. Like I'm okay yes. with a burnt toast. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with an unburnt toast. So you have no uh, horse in this race? Nah. So why did I ask this question? I don't know. <laughs> the answer I mistakenly said is under. Under When you under uh, toast toast, it's awful. Because then you're like, I got to toast it again. And then boom. It goes over. Hmm. Um, See, I don't use a toaster. I, I toast it on the pan. Oh, so look I at have you. complete control. 
Wow. Must be I don't great let my toaster here. control me. That's right. You are a strong, independent woman. Yeah. And you run the toast. The toast doesn't run you. I flip that spatula as many times as I want. <laughs> That's right. No one can tell you no. I sprinkle more oil on there. Fuck. Do what you I want. do what I want. Yeah. It's your world. We're just living in it. Yep. All right. Last topic before we get into some tasting. I know of this because of living in New England in college. Mm. Have you ever heard of, have you ever tried of canned bread? No. <laughs> Are you afraid to hear what I'm about to read? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Canned bread. New England phenomenon, commonly known as Boston brown bread, is believed to have been created by early Americans with rye and cornmeal, and it was steamed rather than baked in an oven simply because ovens weren't always available. Some added molasses mm. to provide it with a better taste, and it was actually cooked in a can. So it looked like, you know how like uh, cranberry sauce comes out of a can sometimes, that crappy cranberry like yeah. roll? Yeah. That's what the bread looked like. It come out looking with like had, it had those rings and edges, but it was a Ooh. piece of brown bread, and it was crumbly in texture to it like a bran muffin. And to make it worse, sometimes it might include raisins. Ah! <laughs> so it's a can of bread that you open the can up, pop it out. Probably has raisins in it. Don't use it as a sandwich. You put cream cheese or jam or butter on it. Look, I don't want to judge. Maybe during the Great Depression, like yeah. this is what people needed to eat. But for today times, it's no. We let's yeah. save. Let's put that in our um, go bag for earthquakes, apocalypse, yes. Corona yes. times. Let's let's take all the brown bread and put it in our bags for when the zombie apocalypse happens. Because we'll 100%. definitely need it then. Hundred percent. You'll eat canned bread with raisins in it when there's a zombie apocalypse. A hundred. I'll pick the raisins out, but yes. In a zombie apocalypse, you are going to pick raisins out of bread. If I have time. First of all, you're not going to have time because you're going to be chased. You can be running against zombies. Secondly, are you going to keep those raisins? No, I'm going to throw them on the floor. So you basically just don't want to live in the zombie apocalypse like a normal person. You just want to be trash and throw away perfectly good raisins mm. on principle. Yep. Okay. Well, welcome to America. Now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with the food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about bread, that's what we'll be trying. But this is going to be an extra special How's It Taste because I actually baked bread. You did, and then you drove it all the way to my place I and did. gave it to me. I did. I gave it to you with the instruction, hey, Lindsay, we're going to taste this on How's It Taste, so let's do it then. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then what did you do? Well, I have a little bit of a confession to make. I worked really early this morning, and I was really hungry when I got home, and I was like, okay. I'm going to take the bread. I was told to toast it. Yeah. So I toasted it. And then I looked over and I saw this sad avocado that was about to go bad. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll make like an avocado toast with it. And then I was like sitting there and I was sitting there. And then I was like, wow, I'm really hungry. And we're not going to record <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. And so I already ate it. So not once did you go, 
I, I, I can wait. I'll eat something else. I try. You know what I did? What? I actually made two pieces and I was like, I'm going to eat one now and I eat one later. Oh. And then I had one and it was so good that oh. I just, I ate both of them. I can't get mad at that. I will take that as a compliment that you enjoyed it. It was so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Full confession. I don't do it often. It's only like the sixth or seventh time I've made bread. Um, I'm very happy with this batch. It's real making bread is stressful. It is yeah, not I never did it. I never, I've never done fun. it. While we talk, because I follow the instructions that I gave, I'm going to eat my piece of toast that I just toasted. Wait, tell the, t- mm. explain it for, I'll explain on, on my end. You explain on your end of okay. how it tastes for me. So what I did was, is I cut it mm-hmm. and then I toasted it on a pan though, on that, like, like I mentioned earlier on the yeah. stove, I put olive oil and then I flipped it and I kind of flipped it back and forth. And then I added the avocado to it. It was like soft and moist and, but it stayed together and it was, you said it was going to be really weedy. You yeah. were like, it's going to be really weedy. I thought it was delicious and mildly weedy in a great way oh great yeah i am so so happy about this this is great i wasn't sure because i have made it for my i made white bread a couple of times for the kids which is which is fun but i didn't want to make white bread this time and some ingredients they're like add two-thirds of a cup of molasses Mm. or honey and i was like i'm not going to do that Mm-hmm. I'm going to add no sh- uh, sweetener to this. And then my wife's like, no, don't be stupid. Add just a little bit of honey. So there's a little bit of honey in it. It's really good. And then at the end, while the ba- while it's cooling, you baste the top with butter. Oh, okay. Because it looks really dense. It's way dense. I mean, it looks it, yeah. It looks really dense, but it doesn't taste really dense. It's, I don't feel like full in a bad way. You oh, know good. what I mean? Yeah. Really it, good. It throws you off because when you when you hold it, it's heavy. You're like, it holy is. shit. It's yeah. a heavy piece. Yeah. yeah. So what's <clears throat> in it? Well, I'll tell you. It is uh, wheat flour, yeast, butter, and salt. Okay, so easy. Just oh, and a, a little few, bit of honey. And a little bit of honey. And a little bit of honey. Yeah. So really all it is is just following the instructions to the T, which I'm sure you're great at, Lindsay, because oh, you yeah. did that with yeah. this episode of eating the bread hours before you were supposed to. I was hungry <laughs> and stress eating. I understand. And I'm glad you liked it. So that makes up for everything. It was really good. But you have to like... You have to take the nap. Like I did this on a Sunday morning and it took like mm-hmm. several hours because you got to block mm-hmm. out time. So yeah. it's like, you know, the yeast has got to activate. So that takes like a half hour and then you got to put dough in it. Then you got to let it wait. Then you got to knead it. Then you got to wait. Then you got to put it in different pans and you got to wait again. It's all it's a just lot. a big waiting game. And yeah. if you wait too long or too short, it fucks it up. And if you cook it, if you bake it too little or too late, it fucks it up. So for all those like pandemic people out there who are like, I'm baking, I applaud you because it's not relaxing. Right. It's a lot it's, of steps. It's a lot of steps. It's a lot of stress. 
I'm a person who uh, likes to get things done. So the waiting thing becomes very difficult for me, but I have no choice. But in the end, you've got a wonderful piece of uh, wheat bread, which I'm glad you enjoy. So good. Now, do I freeze it? Like, what do I do with it now? Yes. Freeze it uh, unless you're just going to eat the rest of it. Uh, so I would freeze it if you know, like, I'm not going to eat it for a couple days. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, yeah, it's one of those things when you make homemade bread, the the freshness factor is big. And if you wait too long, it just it just gets. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That, that makes up for the fact that you purposely chose not to listen to the instructions and instead just said, I'm going to eat it this morning, but it makes up for it. And I applaud you for it. Thank you. Now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. I'm going to go first because uh, you've been saying all episode the thing that I'm recommending, which is what my son does, which is just uh, grilling bread in a pan for breakfast. Gotta do it. It's like his favorite thing to do. It's really good. It's like, so good. I typically just toast it out of like, I'm kind of like working as I'm having breakfast and I don't want to deal with look hanging over the stove. But he will take a piece of just sandwich bread, grill it in oil until uh-huh. it's perfectly grilled and brown, mm-hmm. and then put uh, chili oil flakes on top of it. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. And that's I like his that. breakfast. It's pretty freaking genius. It's one of the few times I can say Theo's a genius. Um, so I recommend That's, that. That sounds great. I'm going to piggyback off of you and mm-hmm. say this. If any of our listeners um, don't eat bread often or live alone like I do, I used to not buy bread because it would go bad because I don't eat bread that often. But now what I do is every time I buy bread, it lives in the freezer. Yes. And so I take it out. And I grill it on the grill, on the, I'm sorry, on the stove. And it's delicious and it lasts forever because it's just in the freezer. That's a great so, idea. Yeah. If you're like me and you don't really want to eat bread all the time, but you want to buy a loaf of bread, stick it in your freezer and then heat it up. It's so good. Yeah. It really, and it just, it makes it last longer. And it's also like, you're not like looking at that loaf of bread. Like I got to eat that fucking thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So I just for years didn't buy bread. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm just going to freeze it. And it's great. See the things we learn as we grow up. Right. It only takes things. years. The important things only in t- life. Only took me 35 years. <laughs> To go, hey, you know what? Freezing bread, great idea. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, it only took me 50 because that's what my wife does now. And I didn't know about it until that. So amazing. Hey, well, hur- we're hooray evolving. for us. Hooray for us. We did it. We did it. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook, as well as our Yummy on Instagram, where you can find all our polls. And of course, if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, or if you want to talk about how Des might be wrong, I don't know, you do you. Send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.